Before we get into the episode today, I just want to say thank you to all my supporters on YouTube and Instagram for getting involved in all my content and for supporting me throughout my apprenticeship. And without ado, let's get into the episode. So welcome guys, my name is T, short for Taylor, and I'm here to talk about all things tattoo. I'm currently a tattoo apprenticeship for the last year, and this episode I'll be covering how I actually got my apprenticeship and what it's all about. So how I got my apprenticeship, let's start from the beginning. I actually have been drawing since I can remember, so quite little, you know, throughout school I always enjoyed art subjects. Really, I enjoyed everything. Um, I'm an all-rounder kind of person. And as I got older throughout high school, I did a lot of artwork and bits and pieces. And I just really enjoyed getting into my own space of painting, drawing, and I enjoyed all the VizCom classes, studio arts. Uh, It was really enjoyable. And then, so when I graduated, I actually decided to do a graphic design course and I got my bachelor. I really enjoyed uh, learning how to manipulate design on the computer because I had never actually done that before. And so the experience of university was really awesome. So when I finished, I then looked into getting a graphic design job. Uh, So the difficult part in that is nobody wants to hire you when you have no experience um, but and no one wants to give you a chance. So that was difficult, but I did get the experience. I got a casual job in a digital agency. To begin with, it was quite good. I really enjoyed myself, uh, but then it started to get a bit more difficult and uh, a stress that I didn't really understand. And because it wasn't full-time work I really struggled to pay my bills and get the proper income that I needed so I needed about two to three jobs just to stay afloat so uh, then I got a full-time job in an office Uh, I do a bit of graphic design now that's what I'm currently in but being at a computer every day nine till five I just sat there and I was like, what am I doing with myself? I I literally just could not handle looking at a computer screen the whole time, just doing this job in and out, repetition. Where am I achieving my goals? Where am I actually pushing my limits and learning and becoming more skillful? It just did not feel like it. So uh, one day I was just I was just on YouTube and you know, I've always loved seeing tattoos, designs, the ability for people who actually draw all the time and put their artwork on people. And I was just on YouTube and I came across Holly Astral and she had put up some YouTube videos just describing her portfolio and how she wanted to become an apprentice and how she seeked out shops and stuff and it must have been a few years ago because then I saw updated versions and she explained how she's now a qualified artist and it is the best job of her life and I just looked at that and I just said to myself that's what I want to do 
From that point on, I started to look into how to get into the tattoo industry. So I had a couple friends that knew of people that were tattoo artists and it was all the same. It was, you need to build a portfolio. You need to go to local shops, inquire, ask them for feedback, see what they say, keep going back to tattoo shops, even get tattoos from them uh, until they see that you're determined enough to take you on as an apprentice. Now, to begin with, I was quite shocked at that. I didn't actually believe it, but when you look into the histories of tattooing and where it originated from, how it's been brought into your country, for instance, I'm in Australia, so uh, it was brought in by a lot of the bikies and all that. I won't go into it much, but basically it's not run by the government, so there's no courses for it, there's nothing. But that did not stop me from looking into Google and seeing what I could find around in Melbourne and Australia. So I came across, uh, there was a tattoo academy and I think a lot of newer artists are starting to create their own courses online. So that can be a very good thing, but at the same time, it, it can be quite dodgy or um, just not the right path that we need to go on yet. Uh, so with a lot of caution, I looked at it. Um, there was one in Melbourne and it was quite expensive. I had a chat to them. I looked at some uh, referrals from them. So I was pretty interested, but at the same time, I did start building my portfolio. So every single day I put pen to the paper and I drew what I thought looked good as tattoos, styles I liked. I was quite confused at the beginning. I just kept drawing and I wasn't good at all. Like I knew I could draw. But drawing tattoo styles and what you see tattoo artists um, actually tattoo on customers is completely different. It's just a whole other concept that I didn't quite understand when I put pen to the paper. So I just kept doing it. I bought some visual diaries and drew every day and it was really hard to draw every day. It was a type of energy I just did not have. Uh, and although I was quite determined, it was exhausting to begin with. But to my surprise, the more I did it, the more I became comfortable with it. So now if I don't draw every day, I get this uncomfortable feeling of like, I'm not doing something right. I'm not actually doing what I want. Uh, it's quite surprising. And so, guys, if you do it, if you start drawing every day, I hope that you notice that feeling too. And I think you will. I think you will. So when I kept drawing, I, I bought a portfolio that I could put the, the drawings into. I cut them out of my diaries. I photographed uh, a couple. I scanned some and then I cut them out and put them in. The portfolio to look really nice. Um, I just did that actually over 12 months. 
and I did not have the confidence to go into shops yet or anything like that. I just didn't feel like it was right. Like the, there was high expectations to be able to be accepted from a shop. Uh, I was just not confident going into shops. Uh, and one day, just one of my friends was like, oh, you know, here's this ad. Um, a shop is actually looking for an apprentice. Uh, so I was like, wow, that's, that seems really cool. So I, I decided I would just smash out putting a heap of my drawings and my diaries into the portfolio and I applied for it. So from applying, I actually got an interview. So I went down to uh, the shop, which was all the way in the city. So it was a fair drive for me. It was a great experience looking at their studio and just getting to meet everybody. Uh, I sat down and they asked me questions. Why do you want to be a tattoo artist? How long have you wanted to do it for? Uh, and they basically said that the role was full-time, unpaid, 32 hours. And I was kind of sitting there like, oh, my God, I cannot do this. I have bills I have all this stuff I currently have a full-time job uh, and they said to me so how would you be able to do that and I said oh yeah I'll just get um you know some work on the weekends but inside I was like oh my god uh, so they said my portfolio was really great which I was surprised by because I asked for feedback and they didn't really give me much which I was surprised by so then the interview finished and I went home and I never heard from them, which uh, they said they would get back to me, but that's okay. Because you know what? It actually got me to actively look for other apprenticeships. And I contacted some studios I liked, uh, I loved the look of, and uh, just asked, hey, could I get some feedback? And they said, oh, look, we're not looking for apprentices, so we won't be doing that. Uh, it was during a bit of COVID time, so I understand why they just didn't want me to come in and show them my portfolio. Uh, but it was a, a bit disappointing as well. But anyway, so one of the apprentices I actually started to network with locally in Melbourne uh, said, hey, look, uh, if you're still looking for apprenticeship, my mentor uh, who owns this tattoo studio is actually looking for some more apprentices. So if you want to apply, send them a Facebook message with your portfolio uh, and you'll organise an interview. And I just instantly thought, yes, this is awesome. Uh, another opportunity for an interview, I think it was back to back within two weeks. So I was re really uh, knocking doors down and it was really good opportunity. Uh, so I went there, I was quite nervous, just a bit of chit chat. Um, I think we just got along so well, me and Jess, it was just really awesome. And she basically gave me the position on the spot. Uh, so I did tell her though that I am working full time, that I do play soccer, you know, that I'm pretty busy, but I'm 100% committed and so my opportunity for this apprenticeship was to work one day a week and I 
am still doing it, which is really good. They were a bit worried that I wouldn't be able to kind of work all the time and get assignments done and stuff. But I was like, look, I am fully committed. I want this so bad. You just have to please believe me, trust me and just see what I can offer. And they gave me that opportunity and it's now been 10, 10 months into my apprenticeship with COVID lockdowns, making it a bit shorter, I would say it's still really awesome and I'm still really happy. So that's my own apprenticeship journey and story. Uh, now moving on, I just wanted to talk about some questions that people have asked me in regards to actually getting a tattoo apprenticeship and the expectations of becoming a tattoo artist. So one of the questions was, do you need tattoos to be a tattoo artist? No, you don't. Obviously, it depends on where you are, what country you're in, and the people that surround you in the town of artists. If you go in there and they say, hey, mate, you don't have a tattoo, we're not going to accept you, you know, that's just their own opinion. It's not in the professional industry side of tattooing to say that you need them to be a tattoo artist. And I'll tell you, I do not have any right now. Not to say I won't get any in the future, but right now I do not feel the need, even though there's things I want to actually get them yet, I feel for myself I'm quite young and I just want to give myself more time. So the next question is, do you need to tattoo yourself to learn? This is also a per personal preference. You don't need to. I believe some artists do it because they want to understand how it feels, how it heals, you know, without actually uh, putting it on somebody's skin first. Of course, there is tattoo fake skins out there that people can use, but that doesn't heal like real skin. And from what I hear from a lot of tattoo apprentices is they want to be able to understand the healing process of it and um, just understand their own skin and stuff like that. So you don't have to do it, but if you want to, you know, it's not such a bad thing. If you do have an apprenticeship somewhere, maybe ask first. Um, of course, if you're doing it at home, you still need to be hygienic and all that. Uh, but I don't listen to me completely because I don't have all the rules and regulations there. So look into it first before you go and do anything. So following up with the next question, how many tattoos and piercings do I have? So I've had this question and like I just said, I do not have any tattoos, but I have 13 piercings. I do love getting piercings. Um, so every year I like to get maybe one or two. Uh, give or take but uh, yeah I've stopped at 13 and I'm loving it I've got eight between both ears I've got my nose I've got my belly so um, and then and my tragus in my ear so yeah that's pretty cool uh, so just moving on from that what do you actually need to do to become a tattoo apprentice so again this depends on the country you're in some countries actually have courses run by the government, schools even, covering tattoo art and the industry, which is fantastic. It is definitely what I believe the industry needs to go towards because 
you know, there is so much health rules, regulations that are important to follow. And if someone is just taught the right way, schooled two to five years, you know, you will bring out brilliant, fantastic artists that will showcase the most amazing work and bypass all this bad behavior that happens and bad tattoos and all that. So in my country, there is currently no government schooling for it. You literally have to go into the shop with a portfolio, present your portfolio, ask them if they'll take you on, and then they might take you on. So it's really just depending on these individual people. Uh, it's quite crazy, to be honest. Um, I've never seen anything like it. And the more I researched it, the more I was like blown away. But that's just how they do it. And that's how they've been doing it for a long, long time. So with building your portfolio, you want to draw common tattoo styles and putting into your portfolio all your best drawings. So you might not know what most common tattoo styles are, but don't worry. I'll have a podcast covering all that stuff, um, 10 tips for building your portfolio. I actually have a YouTube video at the moment that kind of covers it. Uh, please bear with me while it is one of my newest videos. It is quite bad, um, but I swear I get all the points across. So you might find it some use. Otherwise, I'll be uh, presenting a podcast soon covering all that stuff. Um, and you want to probably also know what materials do you use to create portfolio pieces? What paper do you use? Um, so a lot of that is pencils, textures, watercolour, markers, fine liners, graphite, paper. You can just use thin paper, but the thicker, more quality paper, the better uh, your results will be from what materials you're using. Uh, so then once you've built your portfolio, you go and network by contacting other local apprentices you might find online and ask how they become a, a tattoo artist or how they became a tattoo artist and go into your local shops. You aspire their, to their work, like their work is just phenomenal. You love it and just ask for feedback on your portfolio. Really, there's no right or wrong way. Go with your gut and just don't give up. So uh, next question is, how long are you an apprentice before becoming a fully qualified tattoo artist? I believe the average is three years for most countries. You need to be able to show three years worth of solid tattoo work before you can buy a business to run from. Uh, I believe that's in my country, Australia. Other countries, I'm not quite sure, but it, I'm thinking that's around the average. So if you research it, look it up, maybe ask your local tattoo artist, they might be able to give you the answer. Um, so a lot of people also ask me, but how do you learn to draw? Like, I can't draw, so how do I draw? And the best, easiest way to answer that is just draw. Like, just draw things you like put consistency into it really focus on what you're doing and if you think you're actually physically drawing it wrong just go on YouTube and search 
how to draw a rose or how to draw a something simple you know uh, it's it's quite amazing how simple it can be but it's also learning the right perspective when you're putting the pencil to paper and that really definitely comes down to practice so uh, the next thing is networking that I covered a little bit. It's really good to actually uh, get in touch with local tattoo apprentices and ask them how they got into it and um, just building that kind of support base as well, a little bit of a community. Uh, and because it might help you out later, it's opening doors you wouldn't usually have the opportunity to open to because you know, I believe a lot of tattoo artists that get into the industry, it's not necessarily what you know, it's who you know. Uh, and when they're an amazing artist already, it's just such a great push through the door. Um, so one of the last things I wanna bring up is seeking out and learning textbook knowledge. Textbook knowledge is understanding the basic knowledge of the tattoo industry without having any equipment. You already understand everything, so when you have the opportunity to tattoo someone, you are ready. Some of the topics for textbook knowledge you could start researching include needle types, tubes, machine types and how to tune them, equipment for the tattoo procedure, PPE to wear and use, understanding how to use the machine, the angles, line work and types of different shading, disposable of waste, and yeah, pretty much that stuff is where you could get started. I will make another episode later covering more of the knowledge that I know and where I found it and where you guys can look it up. Um, that includes books, uh, tattoo, YouTube videos, other artists online, just all bits and pieces. Now I'm going to talk about this again. I cannot emphasize how important it is to have consistency and repetition when it comes to wanting to have a career in the tattoo industry. It is not just the job that you decide, oh, I want it, so I'm just gonna get it. It takes hard work and determination to create and continually create and always want to improve. The thing is about being an artist is you should never settle for the skill that you have at that point in time. I have discovered over the last couple of years that successful artists have a style and you can always see their work is getting better. I aspire to one day have my own style and I will never stop trying to improve myself. And I hope that you feel the same way about yourself and just never give up. Always try and draw, always try and get better and you'll see the results. You'll always see the results. Lastly is what a tattoo apprenticeship is all about. It's about learning the rules and regulations for health and safety, doing shift work for tattoo as in booking clients, telling them the costs of jobs and doing the admin work for the other tattoo artists, doing stock take of all the equipment needed and uh, stock that you need to actually keep the shop running and everything a tattoo artist needs in their station. Understanding how the machines work, the materials, and understanding all the equipment you need and why you need it. Learning how to clean the studio, clean all the stations, the sinks properly in the way that you will not contaminate any areas. 
then use of machines. So knowing how particular machines work, how to actually use them on the skin, what is right, what is wrong. There are so many things that could go wrong if you don't have the right mentorship of learning the basics of how to use a tattoo machine. And then also the body and skin, just understanding everything to do with the human body during a tattoo process. And of course, taking on your own clients, knowing how to charge people. Doing all these things allows you to understand what it is like to be a professional tattoo artist. If you like doing all these things and really just enjoy this environment, then this is the career path for you. You don't want to be going knees deep in a complete industry you don't understand. So having a tattoo apprenticeship is important, whether you do that from schooling, from studying, from doing it, from learning from a shop, Whatever is your way, that's okay, but just don't go in thinking you know what you're doing because it is all new and it is all important. So guys, if you really enjoyed this episode, I'm going to be doing regular episodes covering all things tattoo, whether that's a bit about tattoo history, textbook knowledge, plagiarism within art, interviewing other tattoo artists and tattoo apprentices and talking about my own experiences. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast. Find me on YouTube, find me on Instagram, give us a follow and join the community. I'd really love to hear about your experiences. So with all that said, I just want to say, see you later.